Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. I am super excited to welcome my guest today. She and I met um, through a networking, um, and it's just been fun to get to know her, and I'm really excited for you to meet her as well. This is Haley, and she is going to be your bookkeeping bestie. So Haley, if you want to go ahead and just introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about the services that you offer and what your freelance journey has been like. Well, thank you so much for having me, Leah. I'm so excited to be here. My name is Haley. I'm your bookkeeping bestie. Um, I started my journey in the events world. So I started doing weddings and events, and I have a passion for that. Um, But I quickly realized that the creative side was not really my forte, but I'm really great at organization and handling money and just making sure that everything on the back end is up to date and makes sense. So that's kind of how I moved into bookkeeping, um, specifically for wedding professionals and creatives. I've worked with you guys. I understand how your brains work, even if it's not how mine works. And I really use my knowledge from being in the events world to tailor it to help um, creatives do their bookkeeping. So I offer anything from you're brand new to your business, you just need to get set up, you don't need a full-time bookkeeper, to CFO, oh, you need me to take over everything, you hate looking at your numbers, but you need to know what they're telling you, and everything in between. So I don't want anyone to ever feel like they're stuck and they can't understand their numbers just because they can't afford a full-time bookkeeper. And I also don't want people to feel like, oh, this is too basic. I need I need full in-depth. What are my numbers telling me? So that's why I offer the full range. Um, numbers have always just kind of made sense to me. Um, I've, I've done so many events where I handled all of the money. I kept all of the books. And that's what I was like, oh, I'm actually really good at handling money and keeping everything on track and doing spreadsheets. And I actually worked for an aerial performance company doing that. And her creative brain would look at my spreadsheets and she'd be like, I don't, I trust that you're doing it right, but like there's too many numbers on this page. So that's when I got really good at, okay, well, let's turn these numbers into a graph. What makes it easier? What visual is easiest for you to understand? And let's do it that way. So that's also what I do with my clients. I tailor it to how best you understand your numbers. Cause the one thing I hate and I hear all the time is, I have an accountant or I have a bookkeeper, but they don't understand me. They use all this accounting jargon and I just have no idea what they're saying to me. And I end up leaving more confused than I came in. And that's what I hate. That's what we don't want. As small business owners, we need to understand our numbers and we need it to be easy to understand. We've already we've already taught ourselves how to start a business and how to follow our passion. We shouldn't have to make it any harder just to understand what our numbers are telling us. I love that. Okay. So while we're like, I want to just kind of give your, get your opinion on a couple of different things. So 
when I talk to other freelancers, they typically are like general, like, so it's a general virtual assistant or a general bookkeeper. And so you are coming at it in a different perspective. You're coming at it as you're already niched down. So I talk about niching down and I feel like that's important. Um, but share a little bit about how you can serve your clients in a different way than if you just helped anyone and everyone with their financing it as a bookkeeper. That was something that I like had to work on too. Like when I first started my business, cause I knew right away, I want to work with wedding professionals and, um, everyone was like, Oh wow, you niched really quickly. Like you already knew. And it's because I understand their finances. I understand how their brain works. I understand their finances because I was one I've worked with them. And so it just, it's a natural relationship for me. And it was just a very natural niche for me. Um, and helping everyone and every, in everything. I've just heard so many stories of, you know, small businesses just getting burnt out um, because they try to do everything for everyone. And restaurants books are way different than a wedding planner's books. You know, it's, if you try to do every business or if you, if you, if you're scared that you're not going to get clients, so you feel like you have to serve everyone, it tends to just bring on more stress, more anxiety. And to me, it just wasn't worth it to do that. It was way more worth it to niche down and wait a little bit longer to build up that client base than to try to help everybody. <laughs> yeah. And I think that our stories are pretty similar on our niche path. Like I started serving anyone and everybody and making like I was niched down into I want to help people build their courses and their memberships. But it was still very overwhelming because people wanted it built on so many different platforms. And that's where I had to draw a line. So I love that you kind of came in with that. And I had the same questions. I'm sure you got, oh my gosh, you niche really specific. Are you afraid that you're going to get enough you're not going to get enough work? And I I took a stance on that as I can become a lasered in expert and do really well. So my name has become something and people seek me out now because I am so specialized. And so that's a difference of like, if you just want to work in a certain area, I think that's fine. Or if you, you know, you just need to do something to stand out. But I feel like if you own the processes that you have in your specific niche, it's not you're not constantly having to reinvent the wheel. You're not constantly having to morph yourself into the needs. The needs are already there and it just, it flows. Exactly. And knowing your target audience just helps with with everything in your business. Because when everything is generalized, yeah. I'm sure you've seen it in some of your clients where you go in and you look at their content and you're like, because you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. It, it's not relating right. to anybody. Yep. And so that's where the typical, okay, so we'll, let's use this podcast as an example. So the podcast is talking freelance. So we're talking all freelances, but where I've niched down is I'm specifically talking an expert, like I have a ton of expertise in the Upwork platform. And so I'll bring guests on who are not specific to Upwork, but I will always redirect them back to that platform because that's where I know. And so there's nothing out there like it. And so you have to 
meet your audience where you're where you're at where they are at in order to grow and be successful. So it's funny, and I was just looking at all the analytics for the podcast since we started. If I mention upwork in a title, like the audience just latches on. So it's kind of interesting. Like people want you to niche down. They want one search keyword to find their expert because then they have one place to go. It's a trusted resource. And I feel like I've become a trusted resource in the freelancing services that that I offer. And I'm sure you feel the same way. Yes, because not very many people specifically niche down to wedding professionals. Like if you if you Google, right. you know, bookkeeper for wedding professionals, I'm the one that pops up. There, no one else really niches down for them. And to have somebody that truly does understand exactly what you need, exact, exactly what you're searching for, your keyword, then it's like, oh, I can trust them. They know what they're talking about. They know me. I love that. And so I feel like there's a huge amount of room for freelancers who want to niche down, especially in the noisy world of I'm a bookkeeper. Um, Because if you say I'm a bookkeeper for authors or I'm a bookkeeper for restaurants or like if you niche down in that, you're going to stand out amongst the crowded world of like everybody being a bookkeeper. And so then you don't necessarily have to be specific in every single state. You don't have to be a Minnesota bookkeeper or like something along those lines. You're industry specific because then you can focus on making sure like, so I'll give you the floor in just a second, but to share like the top three things that you can provide your customers who like another random bookkeeper who's great at a, as a bookkeeper cannot offer because they don't know the tips and tricks. So what I can do specifically for my clients is I understand wedding planners. I understand that they buy wholesale. So if you also do florals, you buy wholesale flowers. If you do candles, votives, all of that, there's so many little things that wedding planners purchase that they can purchase through wholesale. But if you don't understand what that means, and if you don't understand that the reason you're getting that discount is because then you're going to pay a higher tax on it and the whole point is to pass that tax off onto your clients. If you don't understand that that's how the process works, you can actually get screwed in the long run. The IRS will come after you and they're like, hey, you bought all of these things wholesale, but you never paid the taxes. What's going on? So helping my clients through that, super specific. Um, Not a lot of people know about it. And then just all of the day-to-day things. A lot of business owners that work from home, you can't really deduct your meals. But for wedding professionals, they're constantly traveling. They're constantly going from place to place. So even if they're by themselves, a lot of their meals are travel meals. So those are deductible. And then with all that other stuff, there's so many different tax laws that change on a yearly basis, depending on the you know cost per mileage, depending on what percentage of your meals is deductible, what percentage of your entertainment, gifts, all of that. So I know all the little tips and tricks of, okay, well, yeah, the IRS says that you can only do $25 in gifts per client every year, but if it has your logo on it, it's considered marketing or advertising. So you can give gifts that are worth more than $25 if it has your branding on it. So there's all these little tips and tricks that I can help you with specifically. And um, yeah, there's so many, I'm so sorry. I could go on and on. There's so many things. (laughs) And see, and that's where I can tell your passion. And I don't know. I mean, 
I've I've talked to many other bookkeepers. Then we haven't had anybody else specifically on the podcast as a bookkeeper that's more generalized. But the passion that I hear coming through you is different than a p- previous conversations. And so what that tells me is, you know, working as much as you want to work, when you want to work, and how you want to work, like those three boxes that are super important to me, you've also checked off for your life. Because you can just tell when someone does that, they're passionate about what they're doing. Um, So that's super fun. Um, All right. So let's kind of jump into, um, for this audience specifically, um, can you share like one of the scariest things when you were starting your own business? The scariest thing was thinking that I wasn't going to find clients. So going back to that, it, it really was like I I knew there was a huge wedding boom. I knew there was a huge small business boom post COVID. And, you know, I got laid off um, like a lot of other people did. And so I was sitting at home. I had a lot of time on my hands and I was like, this is a really good time for me to decide what I want the next years of my life to look like. What do I want to do? What do I want to be? Where do I want to go? And travel has always been a passion of mine, but working a nine to five, working, I was in restaurants, so I was a server, very flexible schedule, but you know, you can't, you still have to, you still have to make money and you can't always make money while you're traveling. So I was like, what can I do? What business can I build? Who can I, you know, who can I work for? And it was a slow process, but getting into it and figuring out how, you know, how to take my passions and meld them all together. And it was, it was a process. I think I'm on my third name (laughs) because I can be a little indecisive, but getting there was a journey, but it started in COVID. And then now I'm finally comfortable with my name. I'm comfortable with what I can do. I'm comfortable with my niche. But the biggest thing was, are people going to like me? Are people going to want to work with me? How do I, how do I best find clients and it, it's been a whole journey. Like, do you go on Pinterest? Do you go on Instagram? Do you do TikTok? Do you do all of the above? Do you do LinkedIn? You really have to decide who your audience is and where they hang out and make those decisions. Because if you try to do it all, which I did, <laughs> you get burnt out very quickly. <laughs> okay. So you alluded to your travel and I know this because you and I've had a previous conversation on it, but um, let's jump into where you want to take your business in the future and why you decided to go into the digital space rather than back into the restaurant or back into the public um, post-COVID. Yeah. So I was fortunate enough to get to travel last year. So I did a lot of Europe and then I also did Costa Rica and I learned so much about myself. When you take yourself out of the environment that you've been in for basically your whole life and you get away from the people that you've been around your whole life, you can truly find who you are and what you want. And that's why I built this business. I was like, I need a higher sense of freedom. I need to figure out what I actually want to do, where I want to be, where I want to go, all of that. And this business has truly afforded me that. Um, Unfortunately, I was injured when I was in Costa Rica. So I've been home. I've been recovering. I've been trying to figure out what my next steps are. And uh, in about a month, I will be in New Zealand. So that is super exciting. I'll be there for about a year. Um, And my life has just been 
It's been chaos. I like to say it's like controlled chaos because I'll make a decision really quickly and then my life will just go. And this business has afforded me that. And I will be forever grateful that this is the path I chose and that I have so much freedom because of my bookkeeping business. Awesome. I love it. I am in the same, like, that's why I get super excited talking about travel because I'm in the same boat. So I was scrolling social media a couple weeks ago and I, I giggle at memes sometimes. Sometimes I roll my eyes, like all those different emotions, but this one like stuck with me and it's like, will, will work for vacations. And I'm like, that is so me. Like, um, every time I come home from a vacation, I'm very grateful for the experience. I'm very grateful for all of the different opportunities that I had that I wouldn't have had because of my business, because of building a digital business, being able to work wherever I want to work, whenever I want to work, however much I want to work is truly been the foundation to allowing me to take several vacations a year instead of like one vacation maybe once every other year if I was lucky before my business started. And so I have decided that every last day of my vacation, I will give thought and plan- start planning the next vacation. Um, so I always have one scheduled now. Um, I have a senior in high school and I have a sophomore in high school. And so when, when they graduate, I will not, I mean, I'm going to be a very young empty nester. So like looking forward to that travel schedule, um, yeah, that will be like, that's exciting. And, but just having the, you know, consistent travel on my calendar right now, building my business around that specifically, um, is, is super, super exciting. I love that. And I love that you plan, like, I love that you have the last day of this one plans the next, cause then yes, you always have something to look forward to. Yep. I am way more motivated to work when I have a vacation scheduled than when I don't. I learned that several times this year and I'm like, okay, that's interesting. It's just a mindset thing. And whatever we need to do on the back end to keep us motivated, because as entrepreneurs, we don't have someone telling us when to get to work or how much we have to work. So we have to figure out how to motivate ourselves. Exactly. Awesome. What else would you like to share with the Talking Freelance audience? I'm so glad that you took the time to join us today. And I'm sure everybody learned a ton. And I just love talking with you. Oh, well, thank you. Well, I just wanted to let you guys know, even if you are not wedding professionals, I do have a freebie that I'm giving out. It is a weekly bookkeeping checklist. So even though wedding professionals are my niche, I know every small business needs a bookkeeper or at least bookkeeping practices. So to get you started, I have this weekly bookkeeping checklist. It's just a few things that every week you should be going in, you should be looking at just to make sure that your finances are up to date because the worst thing you can do is come January, February, March, and you're like, oh crap, I didn't do anything for my books all of last year. And now you're sitting there with a giant pile of receipts and you hate your life. So we don't want that. So it takes less than 10 minutes per week to just go in, make sure that everything is up to date. And then by the time tax season comes, you'll be like, oh my gosh, it's already done. Like I don't have to sit here and spend two weeks sifting through everything. So that is a freebie for you guys. And Always, 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 if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. Um, info at HaleyAnco.com is my email. That's also Haley Anco is my Instagram, my TikTok, 
all the good things. I'm always willing to answer questions. Um, and I just, I just never want to see a small business struggle ever, 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 just because they don't understand their finances. That just makes me so sad. So I'm always willing to help. Yeah, for sure. Um, so all of Haley's information will be in the show notes. And I just a little story that I don't want anyone else to be in the same boat that I was the first few years of my business. I was this hot mess, like scrambling, frustrated, ready to just lose my mind because I was doing a full year of books like January, February, March. And that's not a fun place to be. Um, And when I finally figured it out and I finally got a grip on my bookkeeping, it didn't, it almost like it stunted my growth when I wasn't prepared. And so now that I have this process and I have this flow of spending a little bit of time each week, each month to make sure that I'm checking the boxes, my business forecasting is a lot better. I'm able to grow my business how I want to grow it because um, I'm not waiting just to see the numbers come in at the end of the year. And I'm also able to plan for tax season and all of those things as well. Um, so Haley and I are definitely not um, tax experts, but we definitely have been, you know, we're sharing our personal experiences and we... Um, are just super excited for you to download her checklist. Don't wait until the end of the year or beginning of next year because that's not a fun place to be speaking from personal experience. I like to say, let's be proactive, not reactive. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Especially when it comes down to like that type of money. Oh my gosh. Um, Yep, for sure. Exactly. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to, we'll have you back on in a few months when you're in New Zealand traveling, just to get a travel update and what it looks like to be traveling as a freelancer and working when you want to work. Thank you so much for having me. I've so much enjoyed being here and I can't wait to come back. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert, Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at TalkingFreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.